For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf, Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Tuesday. Talking a little bit of ah, Northwestern football, that powerhouse up there in Chicago. You know, they're close to Chicago, right down did there. Did you call them a powerhouse? Well, you know. I'm Academically. Just, yeah. Academic powerhouse. Academic powerhouse. Just like Furrow Field. Yeah, <laughs> the home games at Faroe for, Field. It's at Faroe Field no, no. because the, the I'm best happy. <laughs> the best part is, is you were like Faroe, and then we just like stopped. And Andy and I looked at each other like Faroe. That doesn't sound right. Number one, and then number two, Folsom. I don't know what he's trying to say for starters. So it's just funny. I knew it started with an F. You know, the first time I went to Evanston, Illinois, was when um, I was working for the University of Nebraska through a program called Upward Bound. And Upward Bound was first-generation uh, st- uh, students who were going to be first-generation college students. Neither their mom or dad could have went to, in, uh, to institution of higher learning. So these kids, we'd take them on summer tours of college campuses. Mm-hmm. And I remember taking them to Evanston to show them that campus and this has been years ago. I'm still blown away how beautiful that campus was and is. Uh, the last time I was on Evanston's campus was about three years ago. It was right before COVID, actually. So going on four, right before COVID. And um, their new facilities. Now, I ain't talking about that big new one. I'm talking about their, just their new workout area. was just yeah. absolutely insane. It makes you wonder. It shows you that um, – I look at Nebraska. So I'm bringing it to Nebraska. I look at Nebraska back in the um, – uh, when we we were the creme de la creme of weight rooms, yeah. and then people caught up, made adjustments, then Sue and you know uh, makes a huge infusion of money to the program, looks great again. But it shows you how um, how how outdated a program become in a few years because it's constantly something yeah. changes, constantly something changing. 
You look at the money that other schools have put, bit, you know, tens of millions. Florida is looking at like a $400 million overhaul on their facilities right now. You're bringing this back to Northwestern, okay? You look at the one Nebraska's building right now, I guess $180 million by because of materials change, prices, et cetera, like that over time. Um, Kearney, which is out in Kearney, yeah. they're building a new facility. Well, because of the time it took them to look at plans, et cetera, the material's gone up, so it's not $34 million, It's going to be closer to $50 million for the sports complex mm-hmm. they're going to build. Not at UNK, but at, in Kearney uh, for the youth Are sports. Are you donating to that, Nick? No, I'm not. Oh, I thought no. now that you're kind of like the – the head of Carney. Yeah, people. He might not donate, but he could be cutting that red tape yeah, when it's done I, I, <laughs> before they open it up. They, they did ask me to be out yeah. there for the ceremony. They said, "Nick, you'll handle the giant scissors." And I yes. said, "Okay, cool. That's all I needed." It was that's between you and Coach Held. Yeah, <laughs> Nick wins. I'm not sure about that one either. Yeah, <laughs> and Nick may even put a shovel in the ground and put that first shovel of dirt out. Yeah, yeah. I'll have the hard silly. hat on. <laughs> <laughs> UNK is okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, okay, so it's interesting. And that's what I've said. That's what's crazy, AD. Going piggybacking off of what you said was that, like, Nebraska is going to have the newest facility for about five or six months. That's it. Yep. Five or six months. And then it's, oh, look at that. Because the last time that Nebraska made an, an improvement, guess what? Three months later, Clemson finished theirs. Yep. And Clemson was winning national titles. And Oklahoma is potentially oh, yeah, they're talking about the big one. Get crazy. Because mm-hmm. they have a lot. Obviously, I think we all three have been to Norman yep. and, and seen the, land, the the layout of yeah. that. There is so much room to work with around oh, yeah. that stadium yep. on the campus. Just green grass. And it looks great. They, yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they keep it real clean and everything simple. But there is so much room for people to slap their names on it, for boosters to advertise. Like, there is so much money that is or could could be just slapped on buildings around Norman that say, ah, this is the so-and-so workout facility, mm-hmm. and people will pay millions for that. Especially when you're winning. Oh. Yeah. Now, not the, you know, obviously Oklahoma struggled a bit last year, uh, but when you're winning, the coffers open up a lot more, and people say, okay, why in the heck is Northwestern building something that ain't winning? Yeah. Well, they're Ivy League school, and they got money. They, they got a little more they, a little more cheese with it. Man. Yeah, but they, they're, they're pausing on their things now, and understandably so. They, they, they invested – what was that? Four hundred million for that that one on the lake or on the on the waterfront, yep. mm-hmm. and then for the new Ryan Field, yes, it's eight hundred mil. Eight hundred yep. mil. That's over one billion dollars on two facilities yep. that are being invested. Pump into the brakes. The, into Pump specifically football only facilities. Mm-hmm. Football only facilities. Pump the brakes. Where guess what? You're not necessarily a powerhouse in football. People aren't going. People are going to be a little more tight with their money. Especially now that there's a scandal oh, going on. Especially in light of what's going on. Rap, before we get into the what's what's taking place there uh, as far as the, the players, I want to ask both of you this. And text, text line, feel free to ch- chime in. Who would you, if you could bring any coach in, I can't say any coach, available coaches in, who would be your first call? To replace North. You're going to let Braun finish out this year. First okay. Yeah. You know, the, uh, defensive in, uh, the defensive coordinator, Braun, was from uh, South, was it South Dakota State. Yeah. Or North, South North Dakota, Dakota, North Dakota, North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Yep. He's only been there six months. Uh, he's coaching right now. You know, he's their coach for right now. Um, but brother, we'll see what happens. But let's say this doesn't work out for him. But you because right, right now you already got some coaches you got to be reaching out to at least you know gauging things yeah. amongst the other. Now think about this, you guys. You got an athletic director who's who's to say he's going to be safe. So let's say he is safe at this point. Who's your first call to gauge their interest to take over Northwestern football? 
First call is probably is probably David Shaw. Oh my goodness, I was thinking that too. The first call is mm. probably David Shaw, just because he has, former coach. He, yeah, former Sta- former Stanford Cardinal coach, just because you have the connection of prestigious academic institutions. Stan- Stanford was, remember guys, Stanford was a, a, a perennial top 15 team in the country mm-hmm. year in and year out when mm-hmm. they had Andrew Luck and Christian McCaffrey and, mm-hmm. and those types of players. But And, and I think David Shaw just kind of got stale towards the end. Yeah. Um, so you, you bring in a guy that ex- has experience recruiting or at least yep. call him, whether that's to be the head coach or whether that's to be a liaison, whether that's to be a special assistant mm-hmm. to the athletic department in some role, I think there's value in that. Um, Mike Elko at Duke is another mm-hmm. opportunity or is another option. Mm-hmm. Um, you, and then you, I think you take a couple big swings at, at some potential coordinators that are going to be a, a coach, whether that's Tommy Reese at Alabama that just got the, the offensive coordinator job at Alabama, mm-hmm. whether that's um, Sharon Moore at Michigan, mm-hmm. right? There's a couple coordinators out there that I think you maybe take a swing at yeah. um, be, and, and say, hey, get look at how the Big Ten is shaping up and you have a chance to be a head coach for your first time in a Power 5 school um, in, in the second best conference in the country. A few of the uh, – on the text line here, uh, let me see. Unknown texter says, ending in 5704, goes Jim Tressel. Jim Tressel. Uh, probably not on that Is he one. still at Youngstown? I think he – Is he I still, think he's the, still president the president at of Youngstown, Youngstown State? Yeah. yeah, I think he ought to just stay there. Yeah. You know – Although, although that it might be a little yeah, bit, Jim Trestle might be a little bit. It, how, how old is he now? He's 70 years old. Yes, yeah, so I think just, his coaching days yeah. are probably done. Well, coaching days, and it brings in a little bit of luggage uh, at this point <laughs> right <bit>. now. <laughs> He's bringing in the whole 747. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can't take a chance on a, a someone with even a hint because they've he's, got burned with that before. He's not going to go there. No, he's, no. He's about winning the championships, and you're not going to win championships at Northwestern. Oh. He'll maybe s- maybe he's no longer the president. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, you know, he's getting close to retirement age. Man. I think may- it might have just been on July first at the new fiscal year. It Youngstown could have been state president. Here's a bill. Here's a bill. Shaw for yeah. sure. Uh, Sanderson Bronco Mendenhall. That's a name. I like that there. one. Yep. Um, oh, you got to read it, AD. Stanford in California is not Northwestern in Chicago. I understand that. You know, I understand that. That, that makes sense. I thought you were going to read the one above that. Scott Frost. Scott Frost. Oh, Scott Frost. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the ultimate? He gets the Northwest. Oh, my goodness. Scott is going to coach again somewhere. I just think it's going to be as an OC to start back off yeah, again. And I it's think, going to, have to be an I established think program. he's going to be an OC or he'll be in the NFL. Yeah. Coaching like receivers or running backs. Something, something like that. that. Uh, unknown texture says, drum roll, please. And the winner is... Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think Herb's going to be spending any time. He goes joke. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Who else? You know, a guy, you mentioned David Shaw. A guy that I would think very highly of is Paul Christ. The dude won, at North, yeah. the dude won for years at Wisconsin. He has won. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. One bad year. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'd take him over David Shaw, but I, I think you have the guy knows the lay of the land. Yeah. He's been successful. Even in this bad year, he was successful. You think about that with Paul Chris' record. Offensively, they struggled a little bit. Yeah, kind of, let's be honest. They haven't been really the offensive juggernaut under his pole regime, but they played within their identity or system. I'm simply saying that's the guy that you have to look at because if you're oh, saying yeah. David Shaw but not Paul Chris, Paul Chris had a lot better records in the past years that, uh, that David Shaw has at yeah. Stanford. Now, different conference, but at the same time, Paul Chris has done – he did a hell of a job at all those years at Wisconsin. There's also – but I also think that you have to look at coaches' attitude and demeanor – and Paul Chris, there were times where he got in trouble at Wisconsin for the way he dealt with his peers, with the way he dealt with staffers, um, and the way he treated people on the field as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a risk you want to take. So he's, a, he's, a, he's similar to Bo Pelini, where it's not necessarily such a bad thing, yeah. but now in today's society, society yeah. it can be. It's changed. You want to I think, Northwestern's I think Northwestern, definitely want no lightning yeah, rod effect. Yeah, no, they can't. Yeah, I, that's they what can't. I'm saying. Northwestern, I don't think wants anything to do with a coach that's similar to that. Yeah, because you want to, after being in the spotlight for this, is going to go on for at least a year, even more potentially. You're the the last thing you're going to want to do is have to deal with a coach who's animated, who's making outlandish statements, who's speaking wild. Mm-hmm. You just want somebody that's like, all right, we're doing this quietly behind the scenes and we're going to try to win games. I think Northwestern is going to have – I think they're going to have – this is just my honest opinion. Obviously, I could be wrong. But I think they're going to have a problem finding a good coach. I'm, I'm going to say good. Yeah. I'm going to say one who's had some success already in the Big Ten Conference yeah. or something like I, that because they know what they're walking into. Think about this. Let's throw, let's throw this let's, – let's say this never happened and, and let's say um, – um, Fitzgerald decided to go to another school, okay? Yeah. Northwestern is still not going to be yeah, the NIL-type place, the, uh, the the transfer portal, because they're going to have guys that will leave out. But the problem with them is getting yeah. talent to come in because they're academic standards. And I'm not saying you lower your academic standards because you've been around since the early, mid-1860s, so you're not going to change something that's been good to you for yeah. you know hundreds of yeah. years just because your football team get more a few more athletes here and there. I think a head coach going to the Northwestern in 2023 compared to when um, – Fitzy took it over in 2006. College, the landscape of college football is totally yeah. different. Oh, absolutely. I think I think if you're Northwestern, you go out and you maybe find you know like a Bronco Mendenhall, somebody like well, that. So it's interesting but if that you, you don't, brought up Bronco. But if you don't do that, I think that you would look at you look and see what the Mac schools are doing this year. Yep. Your up and coming Mac coach. If you find one that had a, has a big year, that might be someone you look who's, for. Too. Who's the one at Buffalo? Uh, Maurice, Maurice Linquist. Maurice Mo Linquist. Um. Okay, so here's what's interesting about Bronco because this this popped up on my timeline when I was thinking about Bronco, reading articles about potential replacements. Mm-hmm. This is from earlier this summer. The ESPN did a feature on Bronco Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. He's living on a ranch in Montana, yeah. and so it talks. He walks ESP, this ESPN reporter through the times that he thought maybe this isn't for me. And we know how much of a grind it's going to be to recruit, to coach oh, at Northwestern, yeah. especially after a scandal, right? 
So he said, so just a couple paragraphs here. That obsession translated to success on the field. After a decade as an assistant at Oregon State, Louisiana Tech, New Mexico, and BYU, Mendenhall landed the Cougars' head coaching job in 05. And after a 6-6 six and six season his first year, BYU posted back-to-back 11-2 and two camp- campaigns. Mendenhall was an instant success, and yet he felt deflated. Mm-hmm. That was the first time Mendenhall decided to resign. Truth is, Mendenhall was never even sure that he wanted to coach football. He's an introvert, and it's an entertainer's job. He's quiet and considered, and it's a world often dominated by whoever yells the loudest. Mm. He's a ferocious reader in search of any new twist on leadership or team building or personal development, but college football can be can be uh, complacent of new ideas. Mm-hmm. He got into coaching by default, and he had never stopped to consider whether this was actually what he wanted out of his life. His response when we asked him was, absolutely not. And remember, he stepped down at Virginia yeah. in 2021 to do this. It yeah. left a bad taste in, yeah. in a lot of the players of Virginia, supporters of Virginia, because it caught him off guard. Yeah. But you know what? Here's why I got respect for him. He goes, you know what? Listen, either we can do it this way, which is really tough, or we can do it the other way where I'm checked out and we really yeah. start seeing the thing slip. You yeah. know, so it, it, it was it – was, and Virginia's had some tough times too because, you know, the players that were killed in different incidents that happened there at Virginia, but – I don't know if I'm just – I if I was looking at him, I'd have to wonder, are you committed to coming back? Yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, do you really want a coach? Because if you look at a Northwestern, this is not something you have to be – so you've got two types of people. Are you invested or are you interested? Yeah. And with Northwestern, as bad as it is, got to be in – any, in any school, first of all. But this school right here, I mean, can you imagine the optics he's going to have to deal with? Yeah. Or any coach, whether it's him or someone else. I mean, this you have to be invested in going to North. Any school, but in particular Northwestern right now, yep. is this thing will chew you up and spit you out. Because not only that, you're not even sure who your boss is going to be that brings you in. Yeah. Yeah. And if and if the one that brings you in is going to be there after they hire you. Or when they tell Greg, the, alpha, the uh, athletic director, uh, yeah, your hiring privileges are done for a while. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, It's just such a... A messed up situation there. There's so many variables that are going on. The OGCJ says you need a coach that isn't animated and is very low key. I guess we go to Mike Riley. Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkles on ice cream. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. hip Sprinkles hip. on it all. <laughs> I, I never oh, forget when, when Mike Riley took all of the guys to the Kendrick Lamar concert and everybody's like, here we go. Mike Riley and Kendrick Lamar. This is going to be awesome. So. I, want, I want to before we go to break. I want to get some input on this real quick, on just who they bring in. DP, stop by real fast. But I want to talk about real quick before I go to the next break. If you're if you're a coach, if you're Northwestern, what type of coach are you thinking about bringing in? You can't have a coach like they mentioned that's that has anything prior that can even be somewhat controversial because you're facing a class action lawsuit. You already got eight players on that thing. If you're a coach, DP, you've coached before. Would you touch Northwestern? As a as a as a coach, I would because that's the kind of it's it's weird to say this out loud, but this is my specialty mm-hmm. is to go in and fix mm-hmm. what's what's broken, mm-hmm. and the biggest part of that is identifying with the people who are in charge, who are currently yeah. in charge, how they got here. Mm. Like you have to ask the question, how did you get here? So if your problem is losing. 
why are you losing? Mm-hmm. Is talent is coaching, leadership development, asking what the focus is. Nick, I've asked Nick this a hundred times mm-hmm. that when I first got here, I wanted to know <laughs> what was the focus, what was the priority mm-hmm. for Nebraska football and Nebraska mm-hmm. athletics? What's mm-hmm. at the top of the pyramid? Think of the John Wooden pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. And you say at the top of it, is it winning? Is it uh, the student athletes? Is it community? Is it fan? It could be bottom line. Right. And, and they need to be honest. Northwestern needs to be honest. Mm-hmm. What are they trying to do? Who are they trying to be? Mm-hmm. Like this is this is an identity check. This is yes, hold, it up, is. hold up the mirror, and a lot of a lot of universities, pro teams, corporations, they fail mm-hmm. at identifying what should be at the top of the right. list. What's at the top of the list? Mm-hmm. And they won't be honest. Northwestern needs to say, okay. We're an elite academic institution Mm -hmm. with a focus on athletics, with a focus Mm. on athletics. So we need smart people, because that's the first thing you said. You're you're looking for scholar athletes, Mm -hmm. not just student athletes, scholar athletes. So the scholar comes first, because it is a university, Mm -hmm. Uh, higher education and all. (laughs) Then the athletics, (laughs) then the athletics, and then within the athletics, what is the focus? Hmm. You have enough money. You've partnered with people who are in the money business. Mm-hmm. I say that again. Northwestern has partnered with mm-hmm. universities, with member programs who are in the financial business. Right. Their sports is just the vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then you got to be honest. Right. What do you want to do? You don't want to get your heads kicked in all the time. Mm-hmm. So you need coaches who understand the mission, honor the purpose, and then get to work. And we're outwork. They have to outwork everybody. Right. They have to outwork everybody. So it's always it'll be interesting to see who they say they are. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who they say they are, and that's always I, I tell people. I hate it when a coach gets fired, but I love the process afterwards because it, t- it lets me know who I'm dealing with, what I'm watching. Right. It's always cool to watch. I love it. That's I awesome. love it. Great insight from the veteran folks. DP, of course, check their show out today from 4 to 6, old school. It's an intriguing topic, man. It is an intriguing topic and one to see what happens. When we come back, we'll touch base on the – No, Northwestern, you cannot hire DP. We're keeping him here. (laughs) Folks, we'll come back and talk some more Northwestern. Uh, But more important, we'll talk about the Huskers. They did a pretty cool thing this past weekend when a major event was called off. So they really made um, uh, lemonade out of lemons that could have soured a lot of people's attitudes, but they brightened them up. We'll be back, folks. It's the the drive with AD and Raph. 9.7 to take it. We'll be right back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.